gets it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. I have no idea what I'm saying because I don't have a script up at all. <laughs> you just said Danny. That's I know. how bad. <laughs> Who the hell is Danny? You need the prompter to tell you I what have name to say? Half the prompter. <laughs> with Rob, you Nico, just... and Nick, this is episode 263 for December 17th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm Nico. <laughs> Oh, we are all that's disasters Nick. tonight. That's Nick, by the way, in case you didn't oh, yeah. know. I'm Rob. I love the idea that Rob has a script for this show. I know. Like, that's what? the only, it's my Google Doc, and it, it helps me keep the episode number and date uh, in line. Here's the thing, though. Anybody who listens to this show knows that this can't be scripted. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, whole, I mean, if it were, every it episode is scripted. We take script a whole ever. week to write a script. <laughs> Yeah, if if you could somehow script this disaster, this this fucking like <laughs> natural disaster, I, I mean, you would have the greatest script of all time. Yeah, you'd be yeah. a brilliant writer. <laughs> yeah. We're garbage podcasters coming up with it on the fly. But if you could yeah. write this shit, you'd be yeah. brilliant. No, it's like my dinner with Andre. You ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. It's a movie about two guys that sit at a dinner table at a restaurant and talk about philosophy and life and things. And it's literally just a conversation. Wow. And it's basically a play. And like the stuff that's scripted in there, every, um, every like clinking of the glass, every bite of the food, like none of it is improvised. It is all just like meticulously scripted. Wow. And it's cool because it seems like you're just sitting with a guy. Here's essentially what it was. It was a podcast before podcast. Sure. Things, <laughs> sure. You know? And, you know, it's kind of funny. If you were to listen to that conversation just in a restaurant with these two people, you would think it pretty unremarkable. But when you script it and you put actors in front of a camera and you coordinate and choreograph the whole thing, it somehow becomes very impressive. Yeah. Like, it's this it's this weird thing with art. Like, the more you make it like real life, the more impressive it is, but also like but the real stuff life that you're documenting are, yeah, are pretty unremarkable to begin right. with. Right. And then you have reality television, which is going out of its way to be fake, <laughs> yeah. while you know uh, uh, under the guise of reality. So it's well, it's it's, it's it's it's. I mean, even in the same way of like the more realistic a painter can make a painting, the more impressive it is, even though it just looks like a picture from your iPhone. Yeah, yeah some it's of those really art. Some of those paint paintings are pictures. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Mona Lisa is just an iPhone picture. No, I'm not saying Mona Lisa, but I've seen some like photorealistic supposedly paintings and I call BS. (laughs) They're pictures. What do you mean? They're pictures. You ever see those this is videos? This the wildest conspiracy theory I've ever heard you come up with. <laughs> Paintings are fake. I don't a believe Navy it. SEAL, a fighter. I've heard things that'll blow your mind. You think you know the whole story? Think again. Secrets, cover-ups, corruption. It's just been Kodak cameras for the past 2,000 years. I'm not years. saying for the past 2,000 years. No. It, Google right now photorealistic paintings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling even everybody out there listening. 
uh, do this because okay. I'm doing it right now. Now look at some of these pictures that come up. These are pic. These are photographs. There's like <laughs> Gumball Two by Charles Bell. Yeah, no, they wouldn't put it up. That they wouldn't just put a picture of a gumball on Google. Here, there's one of Morgan Freeman. Okay. Yeah. It that's one that we can all probably easily find on Google right away and look I at the see same it. thing. Yes, I see it right here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I a feel- fucking painting. I don't know what you want from me. That's Rob. a picture. That's a photo. <laughs> what do you think these people are doing? They're taking photos of things and pretending that they painted them yes, for what? For internet karma. <laughs> for the internet points. This is wild. Dude. This is a picture. This is not a painting. Nobody painted this picture of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> they took I, the picture. I've seen some of these like these types of paintings up close. And when you look at them up close, like you can tell it's a painting. <clears throat> this is an incredibly dumb take. <laughs> this is even for you. This is a bad take. This Very is. Bad take. I, I, like I don't understand what you think is happening here. <laughs> They're like taking... it, it's a pretty bad scam if you think people photo. are actually pulling this scam. I think somebody is. Somebody has. Somebody has absolutely taken a photo and went, yeah, I painted this. Don't (laughs) tell me they haven't because somebody has and is hanging up in somebody else's house because they bought it. And they're explaining to all their friends, oh, look at this painting that I got from. And it's actually a photo. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't spent a lot of time with art people, have you? I have not. No, no, I sure haven't. You ever oh, seen the documentary God. Tim's Vermeer? I have not. I've heard of it. Penn and Teller made it. Yeah, oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to watch this. And I kept for I forgot the name of it. Yeah. Teller directed. Uh, yeah. Penn narrated. And um, it the subject is a friend of theirs named Tim Jennison. And he's like this wild eccentric. I think the, his only qualification is friend of Penn. Yeah. I think that's it. But <laughs> he, he's this guy who... Uh, He's an inventor, I think. That's yeah. He's done inventions. I'm not sure what, but he's invented things. He's probably some kooky libertarian living in the desert. Is probably what I, he is. I, I think that is what. I, it well, is. no, I thought he lived in like England. I thought this Betty of his was from England. Oh God, I don't remember. I saw the movie when it came out. Yeah, but so so Vermeer, the painter, apparently. Again, I'm not an art person. I never took a fucking art class. But apparently the, the impressive thing about Vermeer is that he was able to capture depth and shadows in his paintings that no other painters of the era right. would have been able to capture. Right. And so it's been this great mystery that sort of like haunted the art world of like how did he create such photorealistic paintings. And this guy Tim Jennison speculated that Vermeer was using devices – and and other pieces of technology that were not widely available to the art world at the time. Uh-huh. And he tried essentially recreating a Vermeer, forging a Vermeer with this technology. And he has this setup where it's like multiple mirror images um, or like multiple mirrors set up where rather than actually painting the image, you're bubbling in the pixel one by one. Essentially, right. Right. Real it, canvas. It's kind of like a reverse uh, projector. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So he actually set it up. I forget what the painting was called, but it was like a naked woman. Um, uh, I f- you can Google it, I guess. It, Vermeer painting. It's not a naked woman. 
It's not. There was a woman. Yeah, with, like, it's it's like a corner of a, a of an old Victorian home. She's in front of a desk or something. Yeah, she's in front of a desk in a yellow dress, and there's some dude standing there with a cane. But he actually set up the painting with models. Like he actually hired models that looked mm-hmm. like the, the people, and set it up and did this sort of reverse projector thing, and created like basically a Vermeer. Right. Like and they showed it to art dealers and and things like that and they were all like yeah we can't tell the difference this is some of the greatest forgery work we've ever seen. But first of all it's it's a cool documentary because you're just watching a guy paint for an hour and a half and it's yeah. interesting. But it it's also like this this cool philosophical question of like what is a painting and what is a fake and really what is the difference between a photograph and a painting if it's just like a set of pixels or a set of squares that you're filling in. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, I like get it's, it. it. It takes away this idea, you know, that it, the, the theory is that Vermeer is more of a of a documenter. He's more of a photographer, mm-hmm. you know, using technology similar to a camera than he was a painter. So really, the question is, Rob, isn't every painting just a photograph? No, I would say that that's still a painting because you're actually doing something. But these people like that Morgan Freeman picture. That's a picture that's been printed off on a laser printer. That's a big difference. There's a big difference between a laser printer and a human being. We just went through <laughs> the fact that it's physically possible to create a photorealistic painting before cameras, and you're still... Yes. I am. I went on that whole tirade. Did you not hear a word I just said? Not a word. No. I just gave you five solid minutes of podcasting right there. I'm done. I'll just I I'm good here. Nope. If you're not gonna take a word, I'm saying I won't because that's a that's a picture. That's a picture. God fucking damn it. <laughs> anyway, um, apparently we're all in moods. We huh? are. I mean, I was in a horrible mood yesterday. Nick Nick caught it today. It must be moving. It. it must be moving east. So Nico, you are. <laughs> Shit screwed tomorrow. Damn, dude. You thought the snow was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got hammered by winter storm Gale. Gale. Gale force winds. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, this always happens. It's not that bad. What, it snows yeah. in the winter? <laughs> that always happens. Right. Well, sure. Whenever they tell you it's going to be bad, it's not that bad. So, how and much they don't snow tell did you, you end up with? Um, like 12 inches. Okay, so you got a substantial amount. We did. I heard that Pennsylvania and New York, parts of Pennsylvania and New York got 40 inches. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. How is that um, possible? How is the, there that much water just hanging above our heads? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean. Just at a moment's notice. Just, yeah. Just unleashes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it's it's Pennsylvania, so yeah. it doesn't matter. It's probably just the Amish got hammered with forty inches. Oh, why are we measuring snow in inches past twelve? <laughs> I mean, around here, yeah, we'll we'll say yeah, we got a foot and a half. Or... There is a big difference though between twelve and twenty four. Remember that storm, Nick? We got like in two thousand eleven. That was twenty four inches, and we were out of school for a week. Right, but I feel like why don't we just say like. You know, uh, I'm stuck inside. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's all you need to say. <laughs> I don't care how much snow you got. Like, are you going out or are you at home? Okay, but I I'm, don't know. I stay home <laughs> with three inches of snow outside. So what? What's the limit? 
<laughs> Nico loves when I, I take hot takes on things drizzle. nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> I'm just like taking such a hard opinion on this thing <laughs> that nobody cares. <laughs> like, I, I don't care, know, though. Nick, because we got nothing better to do. I don't know. Because we measure things. That's what we do, man. Like, I don't know. Why measure height? Why measure anything? That picture of I Morgan agree. Freeman is not I a agree. painting. <laughs> Would you Rob, stop? We're off this topic. We're on segment number two. Oh, segment on... number two. Sorry. Did you not get the memo? <laughs> Miss segue. This is what it. happens when you have the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah the it's script. all mixed up. I didn't remember my script tonight. We got hit by winter storm, Gail. What? How much snow what did happened? you get? We got 12 inches of snow. <laughs> Why and, do we even uh, measure past 12 inches? That's a I great agree. question. <laughs> in fact, I ask myself that quite often every time I'm in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> but anyway. Centimeters and inches bad. are a huge difference. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know it? <laughs> no power lost. And we were a little worried that I'd be on the phone again today and yeah. that we'd have to, you know, make have with what we do, as, uh, as Nick is fond of saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we're good. Everything's good. Everything's fine. It's every time we get hyped up like this, everybody's out stocking up like yesterday, the traffic to the grocery stores and it just, it was insane. It was unbearable yesterday. And of course I stocked up on like unnecessary shit, you know, like all of a sudden I need three packs of batteries for a night and a half. (laughs) I charged all my portable chargers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think my phone has even died since the last time I charged it. Like, it's just ridiculous. I I stocked up on soap. I'm like, why am I going to need 15 fucking... (laughs) Why did you buy that much soap? Why do we fall for this shit? I don't don't know. know, You know what? I don't know if it's that we fall for it or if it's an instinct of gather and collect for a long haul. I I really do think some of it's instinctual. Yeah, we're beefing. So are you saying that we're constantly suppressing the urge to just, like, go crazy? No, I'm not and saying... And every time we have an excuse to do it, we're like, fuck No, you. I don't think we're suppressing the urge. I'm thinking that we are using our senses to find out that shit's about to come. <laughs> our senses, I'm meaning the weather people, mm. uh, that shit's about to come. So we gather and collect and, and hunker down. Yeah, I'm sure part of it is instinctual, yeah. Like, you got to collect firewood for the winter. Or right. I, I I would say that when we were cavemen and we smelled rain coming, we would collect <laughs> firewood to keep our woman warm. <laughs> yes, that's that's going to be about two inches. You, you make fun of it, but you can... Around here, you absolutely smell rain coming. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You can smell a rainstorm coming. But what does it smell like? Uh, like rain. I don't <laughs> know. Dampness? I'm gonna say I, that it doesn't smell like dampness. No, it's not dampness. I'm not sure I can trust a man who doesn't believe in paintings, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a painting. It's a por- It's a photo Enough of the paintings. <laughs> Don't get me trying to smell me a snowstorm over here, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not saying you smell a snowstorm. Absolutely, you smell rain coming. But you can't smell snow? You know what? No, I guess I can't. <laughs> I've never thought about it, but I guess Maybe not. that's why weathermen get paid so much. They can smell the snow. That's probably it. Jesus Christ, what a fucking day we're having. <laughs> Are we making any sense tonight? Chris 
Christmas cards. Is this, Folks, is this our last show ever? Nope. <laughs> nope. It's the start of a new era. Or is this a show that never gets released? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Will it be the worst show ever? Probably. Oh, yeah. I Will th- it be released? You betcha. I think we're on track for sure. 16 well, minutes you know in. You know what's nice about uh, having like over 200 episodes? Like, it gets harder and harder to have the worst episode ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know about that. It seems to get easier. You've only been with us for a year, Nick. <laughs> it seems to get easier. <laughs> we always tend to surprise ourselves and we go, well, fuck, that was the worst show we've ever done. <laughs> that is the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm not shitting you. It will happen four times in a row. We <laughs> 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 We do a show, then we do the next show thinking it can't be worse, and then at the end of the show we go, well, fuck, that was worse than the last show, and that I, was our worst show ever. And let me tell you, if you want to forecast this shit as though you're sniffing for the rain, <laughs> just wait till we have the best episode ever. Oh, boy. And then, and especially look out for key phrases like, that was the best show we've ever done. <laughs> if any of us ever say that... At the end of the episode, and then we'll like record another one four days later because we're riding this high of yeah. great episodes. Oh boy, that's when you know it's going to get bad. Oh, yeah. And there's you got like a string of like four or five. Yeah, after. it that's gets when you really start ugly. Short selling, right? What's that? It's, it start shorten the oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we're on a high. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. They get longer. Yeah, these podcasts get longer as they get worse. It's amazing. Anyway, Christmas cards. Yes. It's fucking Christmas morning. This is terrible. <laughs> anyway, Christmas cards. I've been sending them out. The demand has been high. I can't believe this. High demand. I'm afraid I, by I, just talking about it, you're gonna run out of stock after this episode. I think it was. I think the selling point was see Rob's face. And see the only picture that we all took together. Yes. I, th- and I think that's the selling no, point. No, no, no. The selling point was as at our reaction to the hidden uh, Easter egg. You think so? Yeah. People want to know what the Easter egg is. I think the selling point was their free take. <laughs> 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 they didn't read the was... fine print. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, your souls have, are yep. actually the, the price in, uh, in perfect <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've been sending them out and yeah, I, I've been, uh, I've been pretty good about keeping up. I, there is one more that I have to get out tomorrow that I, I got an email about yesterday, but I should have responded to everybody. Everybody that sent me an email, if I got you a card, I responded and said sent at the very least. So if you did not get an email back from me, that means I did not get your initial email. So, yeah. um, or if you sent it to me, I'm like, uh, some people requested it on discord and twitter that's fine too um if i got back to you in some way shape or form the card is out if not send another one i got uh, i got a handful left yeah i i I am over halfway through um i actually i ordered double the amount i thought i would need and it's a good thing i did because if i had ordered the initial amount i would be out yeah yeah so seriously there's only a handful left get if you want one you better speak up yes too many thoughts media at gmail.com. And that's a card. T-O-O. Correct. And you're harvesting all of their home addresses, right? I Absolutely. am. Good. 
Perfect. Okay. Um, I have <laughs> <laughs> harvesting. It sounds like we're gonna save them up and go masturbate on their front steps. <laughs> well, don't. I was gonna send a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. okay. Relax. We were gonna sell them to the church. Yeah. Sell their addresses to the church. Yeah, I, I've actually I'm selling <laughs> selling your name, address, phone number, <laughs> email address, and yeah, your it's dick all, pics. <laughs> it's all going to the Church of Scientology. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did get only I got one dick pic. <laughs> I love it. I'm disappointed in that. Now I I did get several emails from women, and I that all said like I would send you a dick pic if I had a dick. <laughs> That's just being uncreative, ladies. <laughs> yeah, multiple people told me that. <laughs> there are ways to fix this. Yes, they are uh, plastic and rubber, but uh, but but our, uh, get our buddy, surgery. our buddy Robert, <laughs> um, not this Robert, but the other one, uh, sent us a, a cool cartoon about yeah. erectile dysfunction. So Hilarious! Really Shout out to Robert, and you know, you you and I were talking about some of the names that sent in last night. I'm really excited to hear some of the people still listen. Yeah. You know, really excited to hear from some people. Yeah. We've been doing this now, uh, Rob and I, for like seven, eight years. Yep. And, you know, I know most of the names that were sent, but there were so many of them that I didn't recognize. Yeah. I'm like, are these new listeners? Did they just find us or whatever? But most of them were like, yeah, we listened back in the Rob and Trevor days and we've hung around yeah. you know, through... Uh, different cr- podcasts you crazy bastards <laughs> yeah the site got moved around like three times yeah. like the rss feeds got fucked up but they're still around yeah so that's uh, amazing no i it was really good to hear like i think all the names that you read off to me that you didn't know i knew yeah. and it was really yeah. good to hear those guys hear from those guys yeah so couple couple long time first times yeah you know, the old long time yeah. listener first time caller just some of the guys that i remember from are, are you know discussing things on twitter back in the day mm-hmm. it was a message serious question people. yeah the message oh my god yeah the rff message boards yeah <laughs> that's the crazy message boards i started a message board <laughs> jesus christ 2004 <laughs> i know and look what it spawned yeah yeah, it's crazy. What does it spawn? What? Us. <laughs> this. this. No, <laughs> Serious question. If you what? were in the listener's shoes, would you have stuck around? N- fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not a chance. No. I mean, in like a perverse way, like I want to see how this all turns out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I, like I want to see if this fucking Nico guy really has a mental breakdown and, and just flies off the, the has, like Spoiler what? alert. He has. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they've stuck around is like really special. Yeah, is, you it know, because like most people would not do that for most things. No, I wouldn't. No, you know no, it really it does mean a lot to me. Um, yeah, that, you know, people have been listening to me now for fifteen years. Yeah, and and I, um, I, I wrote a little handwritten note on everybody's too. Yeah, um, just sort of little personalized messages to everyone. Um, and hundred percent, I said the same thing in all the notes. Like it really does mean the absolute world to us that yeah. we keep listening. Yeah, but it also kind of freaks me out because I think back to what I was like talking about when I was a mm-hmm. freshman in college, <laughs> and I'm like, you were there the whole time. Yeah, you were listening the whole time. The whole like time. I kind of wish you just yeah, a couple years there. Like, there were some good podcasts in the middle, but it got dicey. And the crazy thing is, 
these people have all listened to the majority of our friendship. The majority of our no, friend- not the majority. No, all of it. Well, there's things that we talk about. I mean, there's phone calls that we've had. You guys have now visited, you know. Yeah. So yeah. you've heard 98% of the, ex- the the exchanges that we've had. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, our friendship has been built over this show. You guys have heard it firsthand. They heard the first time we ever spoke to each right. other. Right. Yeah, they didn't see some of the late night text messages. No, no. Thankfully, but, the- <laughs> but- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> But they were here for the yeah the yeah. safe for work stuff. Yeah. Sure. Oh, this isn't safe for work. <laughs> Who are you talking about here? Safe for point. work. Kill you, fucking whore! <laughs> You're not gonna play that over the fucking loudspeaker at work. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's it's, it. Till next just, time, bitch. It's it is just kind of weird though that like I was a senior in high school and I was on here and I was mm. talking about my life. Yeah. And, oh boy. Yeah, you deserve to get abducted, honestly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what you're saying is a young high school kid hopped on a internet oh, voice yeah. chat with a yeah. strange man from Nebraska. Exactly. You absolutely deserved to be abducted. Well, I mean, it would have been the longest game any pedophile has ever played. Oh, for sure. If he, if he waited eight years, yeah, you know, to go in for that. I feel like that's kind of like antithetical to what a pedophile is, too. Because if you wait eight years, that's no longer pedophilia. Yeah, I kind of aged out of your demo. There. That's right. I saw you for the first time here, and my I lost my erection immediately. <laughs> and it's like, well, we might as well make this a normal visit then. I really, really, really should have sped that up. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll pawn him over to my friend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah, it's it's uh, it's wild. Well, I was really hoping that you guys were gonna have my gift, uh, Christmas gift today, mm. for for this show. I mean, is this the last episode we're doing before Christmas? No, I think we can probably do another one before Christmas because I'm off. I'm gonna be bored. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, Will it be here by then? Fucking the United States Postal Service. <laughs> Send me the fucking photo. Just, we'll do d- it now. No, we can't. We can't. It's too precious to ruin it with a photo. But photos, well, paintings aren't real, I guess. No, exactly. A, a, a picture says a thousand words, bro. <laughs> And apparently it could be worth a lot of money if you just trick us into thinking it's a painting. Yeah. That's true. So just why don't you just text us a painting? I'll text you a painting of it. Yes. Because uh, I really think that the photo is gonna be deceiving and I'm gonna be horribly disappointed with these things when they arrive. I don't know what the United States Postal Service is doing with my box in New Jersey for the last seven days. It's been in Jersey for seven days? I don't know what it was. I'd have to log into my email and look, but Christ, it's been set. It was set in Jersey for four days, I think, as of yesterday. I can imagine, like, the UPS in Jersey just being like, okay, we're going to open all the packages. (laughs) We're going to sell whatever's worth something. Uh, Bada bing! (laughs) Fuck it. Give me some (laughs) gabagool. These kids want fucking presents. Fuck them. Fuck that. Give We're- a fucking bag of glass. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that SNL sketch? Dan Aykroyd? No. Bag of glass? It's the fucking best, dude. 
<laughs> he's like this sleazy toy salesman that like has like a leather jacket and slick black hair back hair and he talks like a greaser and he's like rather than just you know get handing out teddy bears and fucking xylophones or whatever it's it's a bag of glass bag. i'm just like trying to picture what do you do with a bag of glass look at all the colors hey all the colors look at that so i'm sorry i i misspoke when i said it was in jersey my bad it's at uh lax distribution center oh goodness oh, no and it's been there since december 10th god knows where it's gonna exactly. end up exactly and there must be another package i have in new jersey but yeah, th- since December 10th, it's set at Los Angeles International Distribution Center. And on it's the 14th, <laughs> on the 14th, I get an update saying, uh, arriving late. Your package <laughs> will arrive later than expected, but it is still on its way. It's currently in transit to the next facility. Gavin oh, Newsom had to inspect every oh, box. Oh, he probably personally. rubbed his dick all over it. Did oh, you say Newsom? <laughs> Yeah, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, at California? The governor of California, oh. Gavin why, Newsom. Wait, why did they send it to California, California. first? How is that faster? No, I must have a different package in New Jersey. I've got something else held up somewhere else. Yeah, when you said LAX, my brain went to, like, LaGuardia. So I was, like, I was thinking New York. Oh, I no, 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 no. This is Los why Angeles the International they send Airport. It? Like, I know California's closer to you, but it's further from us. I don't understand why it went to the international distribution when it originated in Burbank, California. Oh, you got it from California. <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's not going international, though. Yeah, so it goes from Burbank to Sunland, California. <laughs> This is December 8th, 10 days ago. Send us the fucking photo. You're not going to get it by Christmas. I'm not going to get it ever. I know. So just send it. And then <laughs> you can't. get credit for the gift, it's, even if you don't send it over. Precious. It's precious. <laughs> I was at the post office. Days, Rob, what? For me, at least. You got four extra days to send it to me. That's true. Why? Because you're Jewish? Because <laughs> it'll be my birthday. Yeah, oh. we're going to save it for Nick's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, you got that double dip. Yeah, that's you got the Christmas sucks. birthday double dip blows, dude. So yours it's is right. the 29th? Yeah. I need to put this in the calendar. It's all right though. It's fine. You and Jesus got to share a birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's worse people to share with. Certainly. He's at least a sharer. Certainly. You could be born on Pi Day and you share a birthday with Hitler. Oh my god. <sighs> Oh, he's not. Or no, a wait a minute. It's not that. Is it four twenty? What's Hitler's birthday? Yeah, four twenty. Yeah, I think four twenty. He's not a sharer. No, no. Hitler, not not much of a sharer. No, doesn't, doesn't really abide by the golden rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on whose golden rule. <laughs> the golden hair rule. He abides by that. He loves day. that. <laughs> Uh, I was at the post office and uh, like it was just like the little receptacle in the grocery store. It's not even like a real post office. It's just like the subsidiary. And the line was wrapped around the corner. Who's using the postal service anymore? It's just 20 dudes with packages. And here I am with a stack of letters. They are so. You know, you don't have to wait in line when you have letters. Well, I didn't have stamps. Oh, you disaster. Yeah, yeah you suck. I didn't get stamps.com. <laughs> Maybe if stamps.com sponsored this podcast, I would do it. Maybe. Don't you know, you should you should buy stamps, dude. They're I like mail things. They're like Bitcoin. They're going up. Yeah, they're going up. I don't. 
Oh, well, if you say that, what do you <laughs> I put promise you, stamps are going up. When you put it that way, Bitcoin at an all-time high yesterday. Yeah, time to way. sell. Here we go to the moon, boys! <laughs> you have $82. Get ready for a takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take off to hell as it crashes through the fucking floor. Dude, Dude stamps of the new gold. I bought it at 11000 It's 23 What the fuck are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? It's what, us? Yeah. Yes. I told you I sold. Jump on the bandwagon. You're... I found... I found out I had Bitcoin from like two years ago that I forgot about. I probably nice. spent like 30 bucks on it and it was worth 200. So I just sold it. Yeah. Fuck. Used it to buy Christmas gifts. I put another G in yesterday. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> You're a disaster. You're so fucked. <laughs> We're going to the moon. You're so fucked. It's so going to lose. It's going to crash down to like $6. Listen, you guys can. You can. You can. Doubt me every time I bring this up Every two weeks on this podcast I bring up That you should be invested in Bitcoin by now And every time we talk it's up another 10% I'm back in at $10 That's when I buy (laughs) That's when I buy I doubled my money I doubled my money in four months I only invest during uh, market crashes Yeah Yeah, You you only buy when people are starving in the streets Yeah I only invest when there's disasters When there's blood running into the storm drains Blood like, on the street. When streets. everybody else is panicking and going, oh my god, those poor people, and like, you know, when, when all that's happening, I'm spending money. Yep. That's what that's I That's why I made so much money from March. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> I made a shit ton of money. I'm, when the pandemic hit, dude, I was like, boom, boom, boom. I'm fucking in at Disney at $85. It's at $177. <laughs> Peanuts. Penis. Chump change, chump change, my guy. Please. When Bitcoin hits 100k, like I'll be, I'll be chuckling. Bitcoin at your little will. I have a are you buying? Are you when buying you and selling, little... Nico? What? Are you? Have you been buying and selling, or just buying? I've been messing around a little bit with the other cryptos, but I haven't gotten particularly good at it yet. I'm just saying, you realize that, like, if you sell it within a year of buying it. You have to pay capital gains tax. Yeah, I, I get you it. You pay short terms capital gains tax, uh, and then if it's after a year, it's long term tap- capital gains yes. tax, which is a different rate. However, Biden wants to double it all. Uh, so, Bitcoin <laughs> no, is but what I'm saying is you're you're saying jump on the Bitcoin because it's high right now, but you have to hold it for a fucking year for it to be worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't. <laughs> Yeah, what's your fucking point? You're not. You're going to sell at $6,000 and hate yourself. We're it's, going to the fucking moon. You're not you going guys. to the fucking moon. You're, we're hitting I mean, Elon Musk. After. Look at what Ride happened. Shotgun. Look at what happened in 2017, right? It, it peaked right at this time of year. And then the new year, and a new fucking administration comes in. And especially one now that's not very monetarily friendly to anyone. Bitcoin's it's fucking. Fucked. Best. It's. it's 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 decoupling, man. It's, we're, we're off of the U.S. dollar. I'm telling you, we're living in crypto world. Fuck. Just come over to the good side. No. Come to crypto world, and you don't have to fucking worry about the stock market. No. I, well, I think you're going to see a lot of regulations. Maybe. Oh yeah. If Janet Yellen fucks us. Well, because they're going to try to they're going to try to make a global cryptocurrency like regulated by the UN or some yep. shit. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that the Fed is considering making a crypto too. And when that happens, they're going to start regulating Bitcoin. Yep. To hell, so that it's worth nothing. Yeah, Janet Yellen, our new Treasury Secretary, is 
not too fond of the cryptos. <laughs> yeah, see, that is why you fucking sell because it's but so it's all fucked. Good, babies, it's all good. It's so fucked. You saying Connecticut's? What? Wait, who? Jenny Ellen is our incoming Treasury Secretary for oh, the United States of America. Yeah, I see. For which administration again? For the Kamala Harris administration. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> for the globalist uh, lizard people. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not getting into politics, but I love Plandemic, throwing the jabs in there. <laughs> Plandemic Bill Gates loving surveillance state. <laughs> okay. Kamala Harris. See, I don't buy I don't buy this Biden one thing. I still think Joe Jorgensen has a chance. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I really do. Just count the legal votes. <laughs> Let's just count the legal votes. Like, you'll seriously, see that just Joe, count the legal votes. Joe Jorgensen won by a landslide. Yeah. 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 You'll see. Um she got all like five hundred and thirty-eight. She got every single electoral college vote. All I know is that there were a lot of ballots that had an E next to the end of J-O, and it's throwing off the counts. <laughs> People were scribbling in a little E next to yeah, it. That's right. Yep. You think you're slick. <laughs> you and your fucking voting machines. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Jorgensen's running rate was Famala Paris. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh <laughs> Where did this conspiracy of Bill Gates being the guy who's injecting microchips into us? Dude, I don't know. Have we talked about this on the show? It's Q, baby. So Bill Gates was, um, I think he he was a big like vaccine guy really trying to promote vaccines. Yeah, he's trying to vaccinate Africa for malaria. Right, which is objectively a good thing. Yeah. But that's yeah. where the, you asked where it came from. I'm just telling you I where see. it came from. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, we should vaccinate people in Africa for malaria. That's a good thing. <laughs> Very good thing. It doesn't Sounds mean like he wants idea. to microchip Africans. I mean, how do you I, know, this whole huh? idea that, like, oh, they're going to microchip us is r- really stupid. Yeah. Because we all have phones. Yeah. We pay for the privilege of being tracked. <laughs> yeah, right. They're already microchipping us. Yeah. It's already happening. Bill Gates already knows where the fuck you got breakfast this morning. Yeah. He knows. Because you openly tell. Yes. You get on Facebook, you get on Instagram, and you openly tell. Precisely right. You put you put a wiretap in your corner and gave it a name, Alexa. Right. You're literally <laughs> calling your wiretap by a first name with a female voice. Well, and hear me out. If you're going to get wiretapped, you might as well get reminded of stuff, too. Exactly. Sure. That you wiretap know. might as well have something helpful on the other end. <laughs> I agree. You might as well play Jeopardy in the morning. Exactly. With your wiretap. You might as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mutually beneficial relationship, right? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yes, we are uh, contributing to the destruction of our own race, and they're getting rich off of it. Yep. I mean, like, if you're not into humanity and, like, you know sovereignty over our decision making i guess yeah <laughs> i saw an article today jeff bezos's wife oh. ex-wife yep um has donated 4.1 billion dollars yep. in the past few months yep guess how much bezos has donated <laughs> in the past like 10 years like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> like personally yeah. yeah i think amazon's given a lot of money away with their yeah. amazon smile yeah but like of his personal wealth fucking nothing nothing Oh, and didn't she end up being, like, the third richest person in the world? Yeah. Because she divorced Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> that is, yes, her uh, her job description. How I, did that I, fool I, not have a prenup? I don't care. No, they were married before all that stuff. Fuck. They, they were married when he was selling used books out of a garage. Nick, yeah, they they. I tell you what, get a fucking prenup. <laughs> it doesn't do anything at that point. What do you mean? Did, a prenup only covers what you made before you were married. Oh, I guess you're right, but so I well, keep... no, but like for example, he could have put the company Amazon on a prenup. Sure, he could have. Can't you okay. also? Can't you also agree to not have to pay alimony? Uh, I suppose. I, again, I don't know if any of this though was. At the back of Jeff Bezos's mind in 1997, when right. he text that's the thing. Well, it should out. have been in the back of his mind as he's sticking his dick in other girls. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> he, here's my thing with Jeff Bezos's wife. Like, obviously, she's never written a lick of computer code in her life. No. I get it. But she, won she was the there the whole time. She won the lottery. No, no she was, I she was she there helped. the whole time. I she, bet you she, she, she helped pack packages. She probably spoke to him about ideas and she was definitely there for it like come on man if you're yeah but so the was the very you're first married em- to so was the very first employee and you don't see him getting half the shit when fucking jeff bezos gets divorced <laughs> look at it this way though she also had to suck jeff bezos's dick at some point well probably we don't that know she that deserves for sure. credit is my only point like i'm not saying That's that like tiger dollars. woods's fourth mistress deserves like a share of his golf winnings because she can't make a five foot putt. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like if you were there when somebody was nobody and now he is the richest man in the world and you were by his side the entire time, you had something to do with that. Like maybe he only becomes the 20th richest man in the world if you're not there, but she definitely had something to do with his success. You know what I mean? I'm cool with it. And also, like, he's really fucking rich. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that I'm not cool with it because fuck him. He was fucking other chicks. Yeah. She should have got it all. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather her have the money. See what she's doing with it. No question. As Bezos (laughs) is making a fortune as your mom and pop stores are shuttering their doors. Yeah. Yes. As the government fucking twiddles their thumbs and argues about AOC or whatever. Mm -hmm. We might get another (laughs) stimulus check, though. Yeah, a whole six hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna fucking invest that in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, tell that to the fucking mom and pop diner down the street. Yeah, I know. It sucks, dude. It's brutal. And Bezos, it just makes a fortune off yeah. that. I'm triggered. Can you tell I'm triggered? You're triggered. You know, I don't mind the shutdowns, but they need stimulus during the shutdowns. Yes, pay me. Like they, you need to either like you need to make sure people can pay their bills. Yeah, and if you're not going to let them work to pay their own bills, then you don't right. have any it right should, to shut them down. It should be it, it should be unconstitutional yeah. to shut them down. I think that there should be a law where it's like if if the government is going to come in and forcibly shut down my business and like send the FBI and health health inspectors in to shut down my business, you have to pay me seventy five percent. 60% of what my revenue normally is like that and should you be need a law. just cause yeah you know but meanwhile it's like you know New York just closed down their indoor dining and it's like these are businesses that it, every day you see a new business shut down yeah. like if you've been to a local mall or you've been to like a like a, a downtown area recently the amount of bars and stuff that just and or just retail stores that have theaters like boarded up windows <laughs> now it's crazy. Meanwhile, the governor wants to go out to dinner, so he passes an executive order allowing him to go eat dinner for an hour yeah. before everything closes again. Yep. 
Who did this? No, nobody, but that's oh. just the type of shit they do. Oh, but Gavin Newsom did hang out at a dinner party with a bunch of Yeah, they all Gavin Gavin Newsom is a plight on that on that country on that country, on that state. Yeah, God, man. That fucking Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just I, I think that this I mean, these shutdowns suck for everyone. Like no no matter what yeah. you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I really I, and I don't want to make this political because I actually I'm actually mad at both parties. For oh this. yeah, I think both I think both parties have done a bullshit job with this. Yeah. This isn't a party situation. It's, this it's is not. But this that's is a leadership. Frust- that's what frustrates me is like in a moment like this, like a serious moment of crisis, and like people are losing their livelihoods and their lives at the same time. It's like both sides are just too busy doing dick measuring contests to actually come up with solutions. And meanwhile, restaurants and all these small businesses are working hard trying to fit covid regulations yeah. into their business model and to reduce capacity even though the margins are razor thin as it is and just pisses me off ridiculous what it, the government's allowed to do it is i'm tired of them but anyway yeah 2021 guys let's look forward to covid 20 next year <laughs> are they gonna change the name no i don't think so no it's it's covid 19 forever until the new strain comes out Till season, till season two hits. <laughs> COVID twenty electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, I have a bone to pick with you. All right. <laughs> so, I tweeted out something yesterday. Oh my god! Which, and you clearly did not understand. And I think I no. need to like clarify to you what's happening. No, I didn't understand because I listened to it, and it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. It sounds okay, like that's, that's fucking. Oh goodness! I posted a link to a Kendrick Lamar two song. Really wonderful sounds. <laughs> I don't know what your, what your problem is. <laughs> I posted a link to a Kendrick Lamar song. Now right. I know you don't like Kendrick Lamar. That's fine. All right. That's fine. That's not the point. This could have been any song. I just posted an example to get you into a YouTube click hole because I discovered this effect, this audio effect called AD sound or eight, yeah, eight D sound audio. Yeah, which clearly you didn't do right because you didn't have headphones on when you were listening to this. No. Okay, so that's what I wanted you to do. Why? <laughs> what I wasn't is- talking about the video. I wasn't talking about the song. Look up any artist that you find interesting or like a, a, a song that you like and look up that song with 8D audio. 8D audio. I got Rob here like chirping at me because Ke- he doesn't like Kendrick, which is whatever. That wasn't the point. Here, I got one. I, right. I just started listening to one. Okay. I'll post it here in our Jitsi chat. Oh, all right. So here's a band I, that's not controversial at all. There's no way you could dislike I, this song. I, I don't know if this will come through in the audio recording, but there's this thing that I that that my brother discovered and he and he, and he tipped me on to it yesterday, um, where essentially it's this audio effect where the sound oscillates from one headphone to another. Let me see if it comes through on the Jitsi call. Yeah, I mean it's it's stereo. No, it's not though. It is. It's just oh, the volume goes down in the in the right ear. Oh no, it's coming up in the left ear and going down there. Oh no, it's going back the other way. It's the same thing. 
It's not, though. It is. So what's oh. so interesting about this? So I, I first I started listening to it and I'm like, all right, it doesn't sound like my ears are working. Like it, it sounds as though the sound is ricocheting around in my skull. That was the first thing that I thought. I'm like, holy shit. Like this is playing from in my brain outward. And it's traveling through me like a freight train. That's the first thing I thought. It's not going to come across in the recording. Of it's, not, yeah, it's not coming across from. No. From our end. I'm, I'm hearing it, but you guys, I'm sure aren't. So that's the first thing I thought. But and then it started sounding as though there were stereos behind me that were playing the song. And it didn't sound like I had headphones on. It sounded like I was at a live concert. And apparently that's the effect. That's the desired effect hmm. is that it it puts um, it, it makes the sound uh, feel as though it's happening in space around you as opposed to just two headphones around your ears. Like it's supposed to create the illusion of like depth. So when you listen to it, it feels like you're walking around a room as the band is playing in front of you. Yeah, but okay, you're listening to our voices right now. You know, you guys, everybody out there. Mm. It sounds like our voices are inside your head coming from, if you're listening on ear headphones, earphones, that's how fucking old I am. Sure. <laughs> uh, headphones, it sounds like it's coming from inside my head okay yes and then if i tighten the volume down on the left side <laughs> and then if I change it on the right side but at, but at no point do you forget that you're wearing headphones though sure because, i do no you you don't it's just because the sound remains just in that one space it, the sound never feels like it's moving right well, n- no, because we're not lowering and raising the individual ears. <laughs> oh, that's my point. That's the effect. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> so this created the illusion that the sound was moving because your okay. ears are so sensitive. And I did a little research about this last night because it was blowing my mind. And I tweeted out that it felt like I was high, even though I wasn't high. And like it, it, I was reading about how the human ear actually has the capability of sensing depth and height and 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 uh and length well sure we and have that was cool to me we have two ears like we have two eyes that are spaced apart and that's why when you close your eyes and somebody says something you can tell approximately where they're standing in relation to you right it's a it's a evolutionary trick of finding food but when you listen to something in your headphones, you don't get that effect because it's just blared right into your ears. Right. And this so creates Are you saying you want to start editing our podcast so that the volume goes up and down? Yeah. I think that might be the next... I'm going to play this fucking podcast in 8D audio. There you go. Do it. I'm going to do it. And then it sounds like you're walking around the room with us. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And you <laughs> took it as an opportunity to bash Kendrick Lamar. And oh, that was besides yeah. the point. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> At least he didn't put Taylor up. That's true. That would have been an atrocity. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I thought you froze there for a second. No, I didn't. I didn't. You had the same facial expression. Your mouth agape looking <laughs> at your phone. He's trying to contain himself and not, <laughs> yeah. not go on a rampage. Yeah. He's <laughs> trying desperately. Play another song. See if it sounds cool. Uh, so to you. I just it's listened not. to it myself, and I will say it doesn't just feel like left and right, like some songs have. It does feel like there is a little bit more depth. 
All right. I am I am getting forward backward as much as I am getting left and right. All right. I'll go get high and listen to this tonight. <laughs> I think that might be the move. <laughs> I'm that telling you, my brother, it. my brother and I were sending songs back and forth to each other last night and doing this, huh. and we were just like on a cloud. Interesting. But anyway. I'm really curious how they achieve that effect. Volume control in the left and right ear. I think there's a little bit more going on. No. I think that's all it is. But still. <laughs> I feel but like it actually sa- it sounds like the speaker is moving around you in a circle. Yeah. I it, thought that was cool. I don't know. You guys. know what would be more impressive if what? if the sound was coming from one direction and it changed on which direction I I turned my head. Well, I oh, so like the head the headphones can actually tell what direction you're facing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be neat. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's the next evolution of it. Yep. It just sounded like I was at a concert. I think VR headsets do that though. Yeah, I think so. Have you guys done a lot of VR? Did we talk about this already? I feel like we've talked about this. Did we I've talk- done a decent amount of VR. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. I've done a little bit. I've done the uh, the walkout on the plank. I feel like we've had this conversation. We literally just talked about this last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was far I talked about this, the Saber game with the music. Oh, yeah. You're right. We did have this fucking conversation. <laughs> I don't remember having it, but I remember that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, we are so fucked tonight. This is the worst show we've ever done. The worst show we've ever done. Can't be. Can't be. It is. Two, 270 episodes. 64. 63. We the worst one. <laughs> we've hit an all-time low. Uh, Nick, yeah, Nico's been today? really bad this week. You've been bad? No, I said you've been really bad. <laughs> I've been bad? Yeah. Why? You were bad on why is this a thing? Oh, I, oh <laughs> you think I've been off my podcasting game? Yeah. Yeah, I think your podcasting has been bad. Oh, you're blaming week. me now. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I know when it's my fault. Trust me. I know when it's my fault. <laughs> How do you know when it's your fault? Why do, why do you say that? Because I know. You <laughs> just know. It's it's uh, very clear when I'm fucking off my rockers, but we yeah. were trying to do Jingle All the Way, and Nico and Adam just could not fucking talk about the movie. <laughs> Jingle all the way with Arnold. I held a girl's hand for the first time at that movie. (laughs) (laughs) What scene? I need to know. Uh, I don't know if I've ever watched that movie since I met her. She was like, hold me, Robert. Uh, so I'm at the movie. I can't take Sinbad. I'm scared of Sinbad. Is there a point in the movie where he's like diving for the toy off the the shelf? A couple times. Okay. That is the movie. That's (laughs) okay. Uh, but yeah, I went to this movie by myself that night and there was this group of girls from another town. And the movie, we get five minutes into the movie. This was back in the day with the old uh, film reel and the film strip broke. So they had to stop the movie to repair the film strip so that we could continue. And during that time, uh, me and this other girl were flirting with each other. I'm in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) 
we were flirting with each other and her friends come down and uh, talk to me for a little bit. And then when the movie starts, they all come down and this girl sits next to me and uh, the movie starts and she starts creeping her hand over. I'm like, bitch, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to pay attention to the storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's a very important movie here. Arnold's got to get this toy back to his kid by three o'clock. I'm a big Sinbad fan. All right. I have all his albums. And then I, you know, I got the hint and I held her hand for the rest of the movie. That was the extent of that was that. <laughs> Did you ever talk to her again? We like, were in. Oh, yeah. We talked for a couple of years. But, you know, again, eighth or ninth grade, we had to literally call each other's houses to talk to each other. We yeah. saw each other at, you know, uh, sporting events that our schools were involved in because she was at a different school. Yeah, I mean, it was just a junior high thing that didn't last. The, the hand-holding was the end of that? or Oh, no, I, we went on one other uh, excursion. But, yeah, that was pretty much the end of that. Ooh. Excursion? <laughs> Mama. Mama. Cita. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's my story with Jingle All the Way. I can't believe you. You didn't know I had that in my back pocket, did you? <laughs> that's good stuff. That so would have been a great would I lie to you. I held that. I was about to be like, I think this is a lie. <laughs> Until you said I was in eighth grade. And I was like, okay. Yep. I buy it. Eighth grade. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I went on a date once to a movie theater in like eighth grade. Yeah. Went to go see... I think like a Tyler a Tyler Perry movie. Oh wow! Medea. Uh, Medea goes to jail. I think or something like that. I'd never seen a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, like You're five minutes with like, the context. Like five minutes into like the the trailers, not even in the movie yet. This girl all of a sudden throws up oh. all over the floor, all over like my <laughs> shoes. And she leaves, oh. and I don't want to watch uh, Medea Goes to Jail. I was only going for the, the date, yeah. so I left the theater, too. But I was in eighth grade, and I had to call for a ride home. Oh, my God. But I didn't want to call my mom early, and then she's like, why are you leaving early? Yeah. Because then she's going to ask me questions. So I sat for two hours before I called my mom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you sat outside of the movie? Yeah. So you were at a movie theater, you bought a ticket to a movie, and you sat there for two hours without watching the movie? I did not want to watch that movie. I had no desire. It was just, like, not something I was interested in. I ended up witnessing a drug deal at the movie theater, and the cops got called, and I had to tell them what I saw. (laughs) What an awful first date. It was a terrible date. Oh, my God. Did you ever talk to her again? Like, bitch, why did you throw up? (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like I was friends with her for a while. Oh, okay, that, but... all right. <laughs> Do I know the girl? Maybe. Uh, okay. Wow, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah, just threw up. She, what was she? She was sick. I have no idea. <laughs> She's just so you nervous. Like, you didn't like? It, I know. <laughs> Did your cock hit her tonsils that quick? <laughs> <laughs> During the trailer, Matia goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, uvula is very sensitive <laughs> uh, Jesus What's the weirdest thing that ever happened to me In a movie theater Yeah I, One this time I, I, Pee Wee Herman started 
<laughs> I saw the movie Sicario. This was from what, 2013, 2014, something like that. And I went with my buddy, and the two of us, uh, we were very excited to see Sicario. And it's this movie about. <laughs> it was an awful movie, wasn't it? It was no, terrible. No, it's an awesome movie. No, that Sicario movie rules. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen it. That movie fucking rules. It, it's about drug dealers, though. Benicio oh, okay. Del Toro and Emily Blunt and everything. And, but we're, So it, it's like, you know, a, it's a guy's movie. It's a very, like, masculine, guy-centric movie. And uh, it was us and five couples in that theater. And every single one of those couples began, like, air humping. <laughs> it was very bizarre. What? Like, it wasn't just, just, like... dry humping each other? <laughs> in the there were multiple During couples Sicario? <laughs> on top of each other. Wow. Like, oh. they're, they're, like, just sitting on... The, there's women sitting on dudes' laps, making out during Sicario. And, like, I w- for some reason, they were totally unrelated because all of these people were sitting separate from one another in the theater. But it was just the love theater that night. And it oh. was, like... Watching Sicario, and me and my buddy are in there, just like, well, who's getting on top? <laughs> Guess you better hop on. <laughs> <laughs> movie theaters are weird, man. Like I, I used to talk to people that that I knew that worked at movie theaters, and they'd always like find condoms in the back row. Uh, that was a big one. That's wow. so gross. That's- the back row, so many condoms. Why would you fuck in a movie theater? Why is anybody fucking in public at all? I don't get it. I don't either. Oh, I get it. You do? <laughs> Are you an yeah. exhibitionist? <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, you want to fuck it. You want to do it now. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I get why you get it. Timeliness. <laughs> get to the program. The thing is, I just can't help but always think, like, on a moment's notice, I could find a better place. Yeah. Like, in every scenario, you give me a scenario, I could find a better place. Yeah. And I just I, I I can't see how you can't you don't even make the effort to find somewhere else. No. You know what I mean? No. Unless your plan is all right, we're gonna go buy tickets, sit in the right. back row, and we're gonna fuck during the movie. Like if <laughs> that's shades your... freed. <laughs> what that's the scenario? Yeah, fifty shades freed. That's gotta be the movie. Oh. I mean, oh look, yeah, but not Sicario. No, definitely not Sicario. <laughs> that's my point. I don't know what was happening with Sicario. I don't know what about Sicario got these people all hot and bothered that day no idea incredible but if you're in the 10th grade i understand it yeah because the 10th grade that's the only like place away from your parents you yeah where have. are you gonna go yeah, yeah. A fucking like highway interstate <laughs> a fucking rest fucking stop. under a bridge <laughs> yeah i don't care guys it fucking blew my mind that people had sex in high school it blew my really? goddamn mind. Why? Blew my... First of all, I didn't know that it was happening. Yeah. No one just gave me the memo. Like, hey, Nico, you can have sex now if you want. <laughs> no one Were ever you told expecting, me expecting like an email? Yeah. I, I could have used one friend to just sort of put me on the same page. Just let, <laughs> let me know. You were hanging out with the wrong group. I was hanging out with Nick. That's who I was hanging out with. <laughs> I guess I didn't tell him. Oh, no, you never you gave me the memo. I guess I didn't let... You know... It... <laughs> In fairness, I didn't give a lot of my friends the memo. <laughs> it was just sneaking off with all the friends that we had crushes on. But where did you that think is that? Not true. That is, you are painting me in the light of another friend of ours, <laughs> and right. I don't sorry. appreciate that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Where did you think that boys and girls were leaving alone to? I thought they were playing Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, did you, yeah, did you think they were just going to play a private game of chess? I assumed they were doing what I was doing, which was platonically speaking to them. <laughs> that's what I thought. How many times? That's what women were doing with me one on one. Nico, how many times? And we've all gone through this, every single one of us. How, mm. Because you can go back and went, oh my God, that was my chance with this girl. All the fucking time. Yeah. So many times. Yeah. Well, not so many, but a couple. Oh, I have. I could count so it many. on a finger. Too. Yeah. Oh God, I have a ton. It's like oh, when it, I'll tell you what it really was was co- the first year of college. Yeah, that was like oh, all of these women are horny. Yeah, and they'll sleep with anybody. Yeah, and again, that just had not. I hadn't processed that yet. <laughs> and when you because real- I was used to high school rules. When you realized that, you went fuck. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure I told a bunch of these stories before of just like yeah. You know, the uh, girls that are like, oh, I love this sweatshirt that you're wearing. <laughs> and they start playing with the sweatshirt. And I'm wearing like the sweatshirt I'm wearing now. <laughs> and, it, and it was 10 years old then. And now it's 20 years old. <laughs> and it's, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's comfortable. Thanks. And that was that. <laughs> <laughs> That's or what... I love that shirt. And I'm wearing a Seinfeld shirt. <laughs> And this person clearly had never seen Seinfeld before. But it's that's like, oh, you, that's what that is. That's when you say, yeah, it would look really good on your bedroom floor, baby. And you'd take her home. Oh, if only I was that slick. <laughs> but high school was, I'm telling you, it was out of the question. I know it wasn't, you know, for Nick especially, who was Casanova or high school. Well, I know. No, but- oh, all over the place. This guy was just spreading his seed like Johnny Appleseed. This is ridiculous. This is, I take offense to this. I totally believe I it. I am being characterized. No, you're not. <laughs> Your photograph is being taken. It's not. Be- There's not a picture being painted here. Your photograph is being taken. But the point is, <laughs> no one told me. So, But also, it was inconceivable that I could find a place to have sex, even if that was available to me. Yeah. Inconceivable. I mean, you went to the movie theater. Yeah. I guess. I was there a lot. That's true. You had a car. Yeah, for some of it. Yeah. It was an old Jeep and the air conditioning didn't work. So and you don't need the fucking air conditioning. Man, that's frown be- in the front. That's better than most, most uh, high schoolers yeah. in their virginity. Back of a Jeep where the heat don't work. That's like we, a luxury. We called it the frown. It was this. Do you remember that, Nick? Remember the frown? No. No? No. Oh, it was, that was what we called it. It was this car. It was actually, it was not a Jeep. It was uh, an, an Oldsmobile uh, Bavada. Here's the thing. Nico and I were, I would describe us as acquaintances until maybe, I want to say, like, the last half of senior year. That's wow. not true. That's not true at all. You don't think so? No. Like, we were friends, but we weren't. Boy. We directed a play together. Oh, you're right. Before that. That was senior year. We directed it. The worst play of all time, by the way. That was senior year. Rob, the worst fucking play But, like, for a while, like, you and I never hung out, like, just us hanging out. It was always, like, a group of people, and we were both there. Yeah, that's probably true. It was around senior year. So, I I don't think I... I don't remember any car before the uh, Honda. Really? 
We called it yeah. the frown because my mom got in a fender bender and the they gave me that car and the bumper had a dent right in the middle. <laughs> nice. And it sagged nice. either side and it was called the frown. <laughs> oh, man, that play, dude. I, I think the most uncomfortable night of my life is when we did that play and it bombed the first night. Here's the problem. Remember how hard that thing bombed? Here's the problem. Yeah. All right, I want you to understand this, Rob. Yes. This is like... You write a role for Joe Pesci, right? We're writing The Irishman here. <laughs> we wrote The Irishman. We talked Joe Pesci, come out of retirement, come mm-hmm. act. Right. He finally agrees. And then right when we're about to cast him, they just they cast him in fucking something else. Oh, yeah. We were going to cast. Uh, we talked the, our friend into taking into into acting. He had never acted before. We talked oh, our friend into right, acting. And right. he was perfect for our role. And somebody else scooped him up. And that friend is Tom Holland. <laughs> and now he's Spider-Man. And now he's Spider-Man. No. <laughs> but no, but um, we we ended up as literally what ha- this is really what happened. As soon as we lost that guy, Nico and I did not know what to do. Oh, boy. Genuinely, yeah. we didn't know who to pick. We and we just kind of were like, I guess you, I guess you. We had no idea what we were doing at that point. Well, we didn't. We didn't know what we were doing anyway. That's no, why did he drop apart. out? Why did the why did the no? Perfect- so here, here's what. We, so we were in this thing. They um, every year they put on our high school put on a series of one act plays. Sure. And each of these one act plays were directed by a different student. And okay. Normally, that was a student that had been in the theater program for a number of years, and that was finally getting a chance to direct a play after everything that they'd learned. Uh-huh. And Nick was doing a play of his own. I had never done theater before. I, I didn't have any experience with it. He brought me in just to sort of help him out, and he thought it would be fun, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Or he thought I had some sort of insight that I clearly did not have, because it went terribly. But the the theater teacher, the, the guy that was running the theater department, had these, like... Like uh, pretty barbaric rules. Like it was like gladiatorial combat. It was draft. It was a draft in the yeah exactly. It was in the casting process. All of the actors auditioned in a pool. So all thirty to forty kids were put into one giant pool, and behind closed doors, we had to draft who we liked the best and make like backroom deals. Right. Oh my god. In order to get who we wanted, and it, like they should have just assigned us the actors or just let us choose who we wanted to choose. But we dragged somebody in to be in our play, and because his audition was so good, he got drafted by another director. And then we had to yell at him. We said, you auditioned too good. We said, that wasn't what we said. That's You're right. We did do that. We talked to him ahead of time. We were like, bomb this audition because we want you. He auditioned too good. That was exactly what we did. I forgot we did everyone that. Aw- he blew everyone away. We told away. you, bomb the audition. He was like top seed. He went from <laughs> nobody to fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot we did this. Dude, you have no and idea. we this yelled was- at him afterwards. We definitely did. In fairness, Nico and I got our revenge. Yeah. You bombed, <laughs> you bombed a fucking play. <laughs> no, here was our revenge. Nico and I introducing our play was the... Best performance of the night. Yeah, it was the funniest part of the whole evening. <laughs> and not just our, not just funnier than our play. Funnier than every single play. Wow. Better performed than every single play. Us introducing it. Actually, people got mad at us. We found out afterwards. So people mad. were actually mad at us because we, we took away the show. 
Yeah, oh we we did like shtick. Like you're supposed to come out and just be like, you know, I selected this play because of this, and I'm just thankful. Thank you to Mister So and So for the opportunity. All this stuff. You're supposed to keep it generic. But Nick and I go out there and we like do an Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> <laughs> we had the whole thing scripted out, and we you know we were moving around, blocking the whole thing, and it was legitimately funny. It was good. And then I mean, we did it, was, it again for Mr. PHS. Yeah, we, oh, we, we had a we had a male uh, pageant. Uh, pageant. Uh, yeah, that's, because Nico was on the show about that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was. I definitely told that story. We, we did the same thing. We did another routine that was also pretty funny. I think um, uh, I had I saw video of that. Uh, yeah, you probably did. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but but I picked or uh, no, I didn't pick. You picked it. A uh, the play that we selected was also this very British. Like rye, uh, like um, like <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't like <laughs> no, it was clever and so I, I I'm not saying it was funny or good. I'm saying like the, it was the British comedy, clever. Yeah, it British, was very British humor is way different than American. It humor. wasn't it wasn't high school play material. Right. Yeah, it it didn't really play to the biggest crowd. Yeah, and so in order to get the laughs out of it, you had to be a very good actor and you had to know how to direct yeah. in order to do it. And I remember that feeling of after going out, we got a big laugh and everybody loved it. And then we went backstage and we were watching it happen and nobody laughed. It's just slow. And oh, my God, nobody. Or I wanted to fucking cry. Oh, that's and funny. I remember Nick and I, we stormed out of the building. I remember this clear as day. It's crazy. Like the, the scars that still stay with you 10 years after the fact. I remember Nick storming out into the back there was like a little back entrance with a patio area out of the cafeteria and i remember him pacing back and forth going to me he goes and he's panting he's like well that wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) he's pacing back and forth (laughs) on this patio area and i was already feeling bad but nick made me feel so much worse and that's how your friendship began. <laughs> Might be right about there. And ever since then, we've been underwhelming the public ever yep. since. Yeah, that's. And that was the moment we decided we Podcast. should we should do an act <laughs> for the public, <laughs> where it gets worse by the night. Uh, <laughs> you guys have reached the depths of horrificness, though, with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we turned it around nicely. Oh, we did. We did. I think we turned it around pretty well. Hmm. Anyway, that's a trip down memory lane. God, yeah. What a show full of memories. A show of memories tonight. Yeah. It's the holidays. I'm just trying to to think of other weird fucked up shit that happened to me throughout my life. I have so many stories that I wish I could like detach from my personal experience and just have be like anonymously out there because they're uh-huh. hilarious but i don't want to tell anybody that i was involved <laughs> yeah you know you'll outgrow that and someday you'll you'll tell those stories on this I show no man oh I yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah you'll you definitely you as as time goes by you definitely detach yourself from that you know some stories age like wine and yeah. some like milk. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. I, I've actually been, I don't know, like the last couple of days, it's funny that we're reminiscing. I've been sort of doing that to myself where I think about an awkward event or like a conversation that I wish went better. 
Yeah. You know, and just like, oh, I said that. <laughs> why why would I say that? Like, who is that person? Yeah. Why would that person say that thing at that time? And just like, I used to about, have like, this uncontrollable desire where I would want to go back and like reach out to people that I haven't talked to in like 10 years and like apologize for the way I behaved around them, (laughs) expecting them to be like somehow like forgiving and be like, yeah, let's be friends again, which is like such a ridiculous thing. Ridiculous. And so you just have to let it go. Yeah. But I totally know what you mean. Like that's something that I used to do a lot. It would really like give me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. No, you relive conversations or you think Mm -hmm. about a line because sometimes like that one line just sticks with you. And it's something you, again, you would never say now, but also you have to keep in mind the person on the other end of it is not thinking the way you're thinking about it, (laughs) you know, which is comforting, but it's also, you know, it's, it's disruptive to your ego because you live in a universe of your own design, right? And they're probably not thinking about that specific moment. They're probably just thinking, man, that guy's a fucking loser. Not in even. a general sense. Not even though. <laughs> like they really don't care. I was trying to just make you feel more anxious. <laughs> no, I know, and I'm anxious I was just enough to reverse these days. the course of this conversation. I'm anxious enough these days, bro. But uh, hey, at least yeah. Bitcoin's up. Yeah, <laughs> time to sell. Time to sell. Uh, oh, maybe next week we'll dive more into my psychology these days. I don't you think do I... hip- hypnosis next week. <laughs> What? <laughs> Hypnosis. Let's do it. Let's get him hypnotized. Oh, guys, I've been going through some shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell us about it. What's up? I've been going through it. Why? What? I don't know. Just total inadequacy and regret. I don't are, know. Are you use. putting up a lot of LED lights? Oh, so many. <laughs> okay, you're <laughs> fucked then. <laughs> totally fucked. It's like the end of the conversation, but in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than tearing down his apartment, he's just constantly adding more lights. <laughs> Hoping that they shine a little bit in on your soul. On yeah, your still have it dark one. black soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see a fucking therapist, man. <laughs> I know. I know. What? So what kind of shit you going through? I don't know. I just feel like I'm not doing anything with my life and I feel a lot of regret. I have a solution for that. Yeah. yeah. Go do something with your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I keep Nick around. Yeah, he's always man. Yeah, he's always been such a, a shoulder to cry on in time yeah. of crisis. <clears throat> really great. Can't get him to eat a steak. How are you gonna get him to swallow a shotgun barrel? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Please don't kill yourself in the new year, because I'd feel bad. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Any friend of yours ever tell you like, "Yo, I just want to kill myself." I've never, I've really never experienced that. But like that little part of you is like, oh, what if they're not joking? Yeah. I mean, I would be terrified if somebody said that to me. Oh yeah. It's freaky. Yeah. You, have you experienced it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not good. I bet not. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, like you're telling me and you're not telling anyone else. I find it's best to just end the conversation there. 
That's helpful. <laughs> That's great. Italian. I usually just in that situation. I think I just say like I can't be this person for you. <laughs> like I just want to set the expectations. You're they, not they call you up on the telephone and they tell you that, and you're like, "Man, eh, I'm out. Hang up. <laughs> like, try someone else. Yeah." <laughs> Go to the next person in your contacts list. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. God. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, it's tough. It would be tough. Yeah. Be you tough. think, like, a lot of times, too, it's, like, phrased as they're joking. You know, because yeah. people well, like writing that stuff. The thing out. is, like, you're never going to be qualified to be in that situation. Right. No. But you're also the only person they're turning to. Yeah. And so you don't have a choice. All of a sudden, like, you don't have a choice. Like, you're in this situation and you, it's up to you. Right. You have a that PhD. is a scary yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, I, yeah, couldn't imagine it. I've had friends who's had girlfriends that threatened to kill themselves after they wanted to break up. But <laughs> why is that funny, Rob? What uh, are you laughing at? You, I don't understand. What? I didn't do anything. You waving your hand like, what oh, are you talking off? about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Rob talks about people wanting to kill themselves and then just laughs yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, okay. really weird, weird, Rob. Women. <laughs> No, it's I, honestly no. This, is, this is like one of those things where I leave like a really like um, a really explosive Facebook comment, and then a bunch of people comment after me, and then I delete my comment, and they look like assholes. Yes, you know what I mean. This is like one of those yep. scenarios that just happened. Yep, <laughs> just no contact. Uh, just Rob laughing at suicide. <laughs> yeah, no. In all seriousness, though, like yeah. it really, it, it is a, it is a tough thing like i have i have dealt with it a couple times wow and how is that possible a couple how, times yeah oh yeah wow yeah yeah but i i will say this is how i respond to it maybe this is not a healthy way to do it but i have spent my life harvesting anger towards those people because they're putting their shit on me and because i yeah you, it, you know me too and it's like i i like obsess over other people's state of mind before myself a lot of the time and like i feel like a lot of resentment towards those people because they know that i will listen and that's part of the reason why they're coming to me is because they know that i'm gonna listen yeah it's not and then i fucking hate them for doing that and i've been spending the and i know like they're you know going through something that's like really serious and genetic a lot of the time too and it's not their fault no absolutely not but they need they need more help than any person can really give even even the well-trained people sure i i can't imagine it it takes a lot no they want to they they need to be able to want to change themselves right right? i hope this isn't the root cause of all the issues you're dealing with no this is a completely unrelated (laughs) okay (laughs) this has nothing to do (laughs) i don't know how we got on the issue of suicide yeah i don't either nick jesus it's a real real downer nico i'm not (laughs) you know what's happening i used to be mr christmas oh now you know what it's been the shittiest christmas ever i remember when this happened to me i loved christmas as a kid and then there was that one year you didn't get the the hot dog weenie as a christmas gift (laughs) and you stopped believing in santa i didn't get (laughs) candy land (laughs) 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 so Uh, here's my theory i used to love it and I, you know, I used to decorate my house and I used mm-hmm. to play Christmas music for 30 days. And everybody's like, Nico, you're insane for enjoying this because yep. everybody stops enjoying Christmas around age 12. 
basically. I disagree. I was I was in the 18, 19 year old range when I stopped enjoying Christmas. Okay, I'm mid twenties. Yeah. And I still fucking listen to Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and blast it in the car. So I'm a little late to the party on the hate and Christmas. Sure. I don't hate Christmas. But this year has been particularly not fun. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the luster is wearing off Mm -hmm. or it's like a little bit of seasonal shit. Like it's now there's like snow on the ground or maybe it's just like it's the end of the year. And at the end of the year, you reflect on things Yeah, because Christmas and the holidays like give you a benchmark that you can measure your life against. It's like drawing (laughs) the line on the on the door frame to measure your height. That's basically what Christmas is. Am I broken because I've never reflected on the year ever? <laughs> That's all I do. All no, I you know what I'll think of this year is you guys' trip in the summertime. I yeah. could give a fuck how much weight I lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even like how much weight you lost. How it's many? just like taking stock of where you are in the world. I could give a fuck. Are you are you a uh, like self-reflective person, though, Rob? Am I? Do yeah. I see my kid? Well, it's, I'm sort of asking a rhetorical you know question. Me? I'm sort of asking a rhetorical question here. Like, that's not really your your thing. Yeah. No, it isn't. No. It isn't. Nico. You know whose thing it is? Like, oh, there's, there's, there's people who live in the world, and there's people who live in their heads. You know? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Nico does not live in this world. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He lives in his head. Yep. And the world happens around him, and the world only serves as a piece of entertainment <laughs> to enhance his experience within his own head. Yes. I no, I agree. I agree. I hate I hate it because he's sitting here staring at the camera going, Oh, these sons of bitches, they're so right. You're nailing me. <laughs> I'm more similar to that as well. Are you really? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. But here's the difference between Nick and I is that Nick will bury himself in either work or responsibility or just things, stimulation, in order to, like, bury that anxiety. And I like reveling in it Um, because, I don't know, I'm a sociopath, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I just, like, enjoy pain or misery. Or I think that, like, wallowing in it is somehow noble. He has this thing in his head. Where he thinks that if he suffers more, he'll be a better artist. It's not art. No, it's not. It's you think not you can that. paint that picture of Morgan Freeman? <laughs> he wants to be like Kurt Cobain, you know? It's not fucking Van Gogh cutting off his ear. <laughs> it's just that I have somehow developed this perverse ideology where, like, if I am suffering more or I am more unhappy or miserable and continue carrying on i am somehow a better person than those people around me yeah and, and if what? i deny myself happiness it somehow makes me a good person yeah are you a jew <laughs> <laughs> wow i feel like the jewish people do that they yeah just... maybe culturally yeah i mean yeah. it's kind of like what every woody allen movie is about yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no i i don't know what I don't I guess I don't know how I deal with anxiety other than trying to do my best to fix it. You know, whether yeah, that be it sounds like a great plan. Well, 
I don't know it's, if it's a great plan, but no, I also fixing it sounds like a good idea at least. But See, I, I also found, I also well, keep going. No, I also uh, am not ever gonna pass up a good time ever. Mm-hmm. Never. If if there's a good time to be had, I am there. Uh, yeah, and I feel the same way. No, but Nika will spend the whole time thinking, "Am I really having fun?" Oh, oh. I don't have that problem at all. Oh goodness, Nick. Oh goodness. <laughs> Realer words have never been spoken. No, I don't have that problem. I live for the that moment. Oh god. I, I've learned for myself that if I'm just really busy, I don't have time to be depressed. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's how I deal with I'm it. I'm not sure that's a fix either. <laughs> so I'm just like, if I'm just really busy, I don't have time to be depressed. But I know that what's gonna happen is I'm gonna turn sixty five and everybody's gonna say Congrats, Nick. You worked really hard. You saved up. You did all. All right. It's time to retire. And I'm going to retire. And the next day they're going to be right in my obituary. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking croak. I'm going to be like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. No, Nico's the type. Talking. I've always said this. Nico's the type. He will thrive in retirement. Best years of my life. Yeah, he, he really will. He will. He will be like uh, maybe like a George R. R. Martin type or something where like he or even uh, maybe even like a a slightly older version of Louis C.K. or something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Man, oh, I'm, thinking, gonna go Louis I'm taking people who have <laughs> found and I'm being blackmailed by other men <laughs> in more recent years. But um, <laughs> no, but like, you know, he'll hit that fame when he's when he's a little older. Don't know. Yeah, it's not that. It's, That's what's going to happen. Comfort. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, but it's you're comfortable comfort- now. What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm not comfortable. He needs 50 years of life experience before he's going to be able to articulate that life experience. Okay, you need to understand something. I spend all day doing shit and like, you know, like doing shit that I think is worthwhile in the moment and then feeling bad that I haven't done enough shit. I mean, that that is my life. It's a constant state of like creating tasks for myself that don't need to be solved or like filling time and you know and I, I i don't know but at the end of the day i always feel like i haven't done enough and i think like retirement it's like great i'm just gonna hit the golf course just work on the short game <laughs> you know he's gonna do his best work in retirement i'm telling oh, you it's gonna be great mark, mark my words Watch, no, he's going to retire, and he's going to write like a book, and it's going to change the world. It's no. going to be fantastic. I agree. But today, I just fucking bullshitted for hours. I fucking went outside, and I plowed the driveway. I got the snowblower out, and that filled a couple hours, and it was great. And then I came in, and I made some french fries, and I ate them. And then I sat down, and I'm working on these pieces that I want to write for the website. And like I, I, I gave myself a deadline of a week, so they have to be done within a week. I started writing them, and then I fucking went on YouTube and listened to some 8D audio. <laughs> and then I went back. Goddamn And then 8D finally, audio. I'm just like, fuck this. And I took my journal out, and I just started regurgitating just like the feelings that I'm having in my brain. And it gave me more anxiety. And I feel like I'm getting old, and I feel like I'm now halfway through my 20s, and it's like, what the hell have I done with my 20s? Oh, you're going to hate 30. Oh, God, are you going to hate 30? Like, when I, I'm telling you what, on my birthday, I turned 25 that morning, I've never had more anxiety. Oh, my God. It was awful. It was so bad. It was so bad. That was this year? This year. 
Hmm. I remember this rant. I, I, I'm telling you, I woke up that morning and it was just like, what the fuck? My buddy has a funny line. He goes, the best way to time travel is to waste your 20s. And that's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> it's exactly well, what's going Well, then what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, you got I, mean, I know, you I gotta, know, but I don't. You got to get out of your comfort zone and figure out what the fuck you want. That is my <sighs> advice to you. Get out of your rut because we've all been there. Get out of your rut and find what makes you happy or what makes you content and do it. I didn't realize we were trying to help Nico. I thought oh, we were just... helping Nico right now. <laughs> I I didn't this have motherfucker for this. is gonna. I was tr- just gonna egg him on and just keep him going. By the first of February, no. we're gonna have steak in his mouth. I promise you. <laughs> wow. Apparently, that's what you want out of life. Nico. You know yeah. what? You know what happened to me? I'll tell you what. You want to get really real here? Yeah. Let's so I'm get listening really to real. a podcast with Larry David, Larry David's daughter, who's 26. I'm 25. She was a classmate of mine at Emerson College. Oh, okay. She was, I, I don't, I didn't know her. We didn't actually have a class together, but I, I, I knew people that knew her or whatever. She was going to school same time I was. Now, gotcha. granted, she is the daughter of a, a billionaire. Right. And like a comedy icon. And I'm right. daughter of, or I'm son of cabinet maker <laughs> and uh, who doesn't have a Betty to his name. But. <laughs> I'm listening to this and she's like, yeah, I had this pilot that like didn't get picked up, but I did shot a pilot for Amazon. And I'm like, that that was three years ago. It felt like three years ago. It felt like it was two weeks ago where it's like, I heard you were at a party and like somebody that I know was at the party with you. Like that just happened. And so now I'm comparing myself to someone that is in, you know, I know it's not in the same place, but no. I know no. it's not. I know it's not even no, close. Not even on the right. same plane. You're not even on the same planet. Sorry. I know she has so many more opportunities and connections and and I know. every and money just because of who she is. I know it's privilege. I know. I get it. I understand it. But I'm just thinking to myself. I went to that school for a year and I paid a shit ton of money and I really squandered it because I was there and it was all right. But like I fucking left and I wasted the money anyway and it didn't do me any good. And then I came back home and I did this other thing. And it's like, I could be there now if I just stayed on that trajectory. And now I'm feeling all this regret because I've been lazy the last couple of years. So you're saying had you stayed at Emerson, you would have had a rejected pilot at Amazon. It's not even that. It's not even, it's not even that. It's not even that. And I put Shouldn't in it make three you feel better years. that she is the daughter of Larry David worth a billion dollars. And she also has failed to make a show. <laughs> Shouldn't that make you feel better? <sighs> I don't even I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, I understand. Like, I'm being realistic with my life. I get it. But I'm also 25 and I'm unemployed. Can we get... Okay, here's my only point. And I don't need to be making pilots for Amazon. But can I be getting a paycheck from an Amazon warehouse? You know, like... Why don't you? Yeah. Well, I don't want that. I'm just okay, saying. I'm j- all, all I'm saying is that I'm not... I'm, I just don't feel like I'm moving in any direction. And I feel like there are people that are my you know peers why, that because... are on the way to get what they want. And what I want, I'm not on track for. No, people are not on the way to get what they want. They're on the way to get something, and they convince themselves they want it. 
Yep. Listen, it's all about picking a direction. I've found, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I pick a direction and I just go. That's what you got to do. You just, that, and that's you, my, that's my you're, point. You're spending too much time thinking, what direction should I go in? It doesn't matter. Nothing Not, I'm regretting what I haven't done, too, is the other thing. But, but just do. But it's... Be like a dog. Run after the mailman. Don't worry about where he's going. It, it You're, you're touching exactly into my point, Nick, is you have to get out of that zone that you're in, that comfort zone, and go. And, and figure out if you're on the right path or not. If you're not, you change direction. It's as simple as that. You tried Target. It wasn't the right thing. <laughs> Here's another thing, too. It's like... A need actually sort of uh, will will force you. Like, if you moved out of your parents' house yeah. and you had to pay rent, mm. it would force you to yep. make these decisions. Oh, entirely. And entirely. that's the type of thing that helps with that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that would be great. And I also, but I, again, I'm also... Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to give this up. That's part, not necessarily living at home or whatever, but just this idea of like, the idea of moving to Ohio. Like I know that is you have. I know you, Nick. You have always wanted to just move on to the next thing, and it's like whatever's next, whether it's another state or another job or another like. But why are you, you comparing anything to Nick? Sorry, I'm Nick. not comparing. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm all. All I'm saying is I'm just illustrating that is Nick's desire. My thing is just but like, you're I, but you're saying no, 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 you are comparing because you're saying Nick wants to move on to the other thing and I don't. And regardless of what you say, compare. no, that's a no, comparison. It no, does, it's not that just because Nick moved on to something and you didn't doesn't make you any worse or him any better. Well, it definitely it, makes me better. Okay, <laughs> it, ma- it makes Nick way better. Uh, Rob, <laughs> let me be clear about something. Nico picked me in the Nick draft. <laughs> As a viable draft. option. <laughs> but it doesn't make you any worse or him any better. Sorry, Nick, that you made that decision. But if you think it's the wrong one, you've got time to correct it. But if you okay. think it's the right one, then do something with it. That's lovely. But I have spent all my time uh, hanging on for dear life to the uh, what I now have, the friendships that I have, the sure. relationships with my family that I have, whatever the the my my place in this ecosystem, and like I don't want to lose this, but then I spend all the time regretting the fact that I don't have something else, and right. I am caught. I'm caught in between, right. and I'm not willing. I'm not willing to sacrifice a fucking poker night on a Saturday for what I know in my heart is the the right thing for me to do which is move to a city and actually like pursue a career that i want full-time like do it in a way where there's lower stakes like i mean one great example here is go move somewhere for a month you know what i mean and just know that if that month doesn't work out you can return home yeah, I get and that. And if it and does then, work and then, out. And you know what, though? If that parachute is offered to me, I'm going to take it every day because that's me. Okay. And I, Set and your I house like, on fire. Like <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Commit arson. That's not bad. <laughs> Destroy <laughs> no, everything you own. Yeah. 
No, I'm a, again. I'm a lunatic, guys. I, yeah. I'm an I'm an absolute fucking lunatic. Is I know in my heart, like this is something that I want to do, but then my my body is like, no, you're gonna stay right here because either people need you here or like you want to be here or you like the safety blanket or whatever. Nobody needs you there. I know. No one needs me for anything. I understand that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm actually no, trying to be right. encouraging. You are hundred hundred percent right. It's like when people like feel like they don't want to quit a job because they feel like, well, they need me here. It's like, no, that you're replaceable. One hundred percent. Yeah, hundred and even more so in the emotional sphere. Hundred percent. Uh, but like I, you know, whatever it is that's keeping me here, I don't know. I'm just being pulled in in two different directions. But I'm, I, I, th- this direction requires like a lot of regret and remorse. I don't know. Then it's the wrong direction. Then it's yeah, time to I, change. Yeah, I know. I know. But you I gotta won't. do it. But I you gotta won't. Do it. But I won't. I've been you saying this for five fucking years. I feel like every couple months, Nick and I have a conversation like this. This happens all the time. How many times have we had this chat, Nick? This happens all the time. Is I'm I say fu- like, I'm gonna start sending you like fucking Zillow links to apartments out here and shit. I don't want to be a Bengals fan, dude. <laughs> don't. I don't want to root be for that one guy walking around and. Just fuck the Bengals t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and people will look at you and you'd think they're going to like swear at you, but they're just going to be like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> just do it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send you apartments and shit. You're going to do it. No. I'm apartments.com. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking move in with, uh, what's his name? Who does apartments.com? Off of Jurassic Tom Park. MySpace? No. Jurassic <laughs> Jeff Park. Goldblum. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you, would you guys be friends with Jeff Goldblum in real life? No. I feel like what? I would not. What? No. Would If you had the opportunity to be friends with Jeff Goldblum, would you do it? I would yeah. say no. Blood Brothers? <laughs> he fucking scares me. We're that man slicing scares fucking me. palms and we're, we're becoming Blood Brothers. You're starting to scare me. <laughs> He terrifies me. Why? He just seems so fucking weird. It, He's he so is cool. Weird. He's as cool as it gets. I don't know, man. There's something off about that guy. I disagree. He's odd. He's my dad, as a matter of fact. Come on out. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> you too can have a failed Amazon pilot. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to make it sound like I want to fail the Amazon pilot. Who doesn't want to fail the Amazon Look, pilot? I am not a fucking like 15-year-old girl daydreaming in my bedroom. One day I'm going to be famous. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying that I'm putting into context like yeah, my you're, you're life always, with someone else's. Yeah, cuz that's what you're comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. <laughs> It's what you do. My, my, my expectations, I think, are, I don't know. They're not as unrealistic as they sound here. Go shoot a pilot, and I'm sure Amazon will turn you down. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> expectations, though, if they aren't so unrealistic. Then... I bet Netflix will turn you down, too. Then you'd have two up on her. <laughs> if your expectations aren't unrealistic, then just go get a fucking job and go move out. Go do it. If you're ha- If you're saying, I won't, then maybe... They are unrealistic or something, you know? Something else is going on. They shouldn't be unrealistic. But apparently they are. 
<laughs> so now you gotta i'm gonna send you an apartment and you're gonna move into it yep i'm not, <laughs> not you gonna are. do that i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna send you an apartment nah. and you're gonna move into it start looking at zillow see what you Let's can start find. with the job before the apartment what do you think that sounds too logical and that's not what you need right now <laughs> i just need a I need rent due on the first. That's exactly what you need. Make it happen. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> all right. I guess it's all on the Raiders tonight. <laughs> Listen, you like gambling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fucking gambling with your life. Stop gambling with money. I'm about Start gambling f- with your livelihood. It's called Russian roulette, a- Nico. <laughs> I'm to lose a fortune on this game in the meantime. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. This what if I bet you problem, money? But- what? That you'll get a job and go move somewhere. Yeah, I may have to. What if I bet you real money? $250. Ooh, I'll match it. For real. Dead serious. Actually dead serious. $250. <sighs> By the end of the first quarter of 2021. What are the stakes here? Here's the other thing, too, though. It's like pandemics happening. And that's, you know, it's a, a real Stop convenient way to put, out getting a jo- to put off getting a job is global pandemic. But there's always going to be an excuse, Nico. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to be clear. I've gotten a job, gotten engaged, and bought a house during this pandemic. <laughs> All right. So buying the house was the proper financial move to make. I'm just saying, like, getting engaged is never the proper financial move. Nobody's to make. slowing down, though, <laughs> is my point. The world, as much as like there's a pandemic, nobody's really slowing down. No, at least nobody wants to. Yeah, but it's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, bad economy. I'm not going to get hired in this, dude. Everybody's getting fired. You kidding? Yeah, <laughs> now's the time. Target. Ooh. I bet they're hiring. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, if you start at the Amazon warehouse, you can work your way up to Prime Video. Yeah. Failed pilot. Here we go. <laughs> Failed I started pilot. by packing boxes, and now I'm a director. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it clear one more time. I do not expect to be in the same spot in life as the daughter of a comedy icon. No, Let me I'm be just, very clear about I this. I bet your bank account is smaller than hers, too. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, but also kind of not. I love I love the failed Amazon pilot bit though. It is a great bit. It's, that is a great bit. I mean, technically, we all had failed Amazon pilots. <laughs> I mean, none of us have ever gotten picked up by Amazon. There's very few people that can say that they have. It would be more impressive if you get hired by Amazon and then get fired. That's more impressive. <laughs> I sound like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, oh, my God. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. Once New Year's hits, we'll be like, yeah, resolutions. Let's go. I don't do resolutions. Neither did I, but you I feel do. Like I might shut need up. Them. You've done resolutions in the past. Last couple years I have was never a thing I did. I was yeah. always like, I'm above resolutions. I've never done a resolution. What a mess I am. And I need to fix it. Never, ever have done a res- resolution. But there Such again, I'm just I'm just not I, like Nick said. I'm not introspective. And no, I'm you're so, not. I'm so envious, Robert. I'm so envious. <laughs> I really am. I really, really, really am. 
I I have had to get comfortable in my own skin and I happen to have a job that gives me a very comfortable life and able to save a lot of money. And so I'm content. I'm not ha- I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I think that's wonderful. I'm just meh. Here Honestly, I am. Honestly, meh, it would be so good right now. Yeah. I would love it. You need to talk to somebody. You need some pills. Yeah. No, I don't need pills. Yeah, you need some pills. Definitely don't need that. You need some pills and some vitamins from protein in your body. Well, that might be true. <laughs> I, no, honestly, I am so envious of just like the mindset of like, you know what? I'm oh, making a living. I do feel bad, like, because I feel like the best advice I can give you is like, we'll just stop being depressed. You know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's not good advice. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so mad and so sad? Just stop. Also, I'm not depressed. No, I'm, that giving clear. An I'm exam- not depressed. To be clear, no I'm giving an example. No one fucking email yeah. me and be like, yo, I know this great shrink. Like, I. I <laughs> No, I'm giving you an example. When your friends, like when your friends depressed, and you're like, "Well, just stop." Like, oh wow, that worked. Right? (laughs) No, I know. Never thought about that before. (laughs) Oh, you're crying because your heart's broken. Well, just stop. I'm gonna take notes on that one. But (laughs) at the same time, doesn't it seem very obvious to you what your solution is? Oh, that's Um, a good question. Yeah, I mean, I have to just get over the fear and anxiety and the fucking my own inadequacies too. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like it. I uh, no, I. You're right. The solution is easy. It's the, the process. That's it's the hard. action. Yeah. 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 No, well, not even so much the action. It's just that I like. There's a lot of dominoes. I think in my own brain that need to fall, in order to put myself in a position where I can do that. So part of it is like what I also don't get is like you're talking about how um, you you, you feel like if you take that direction, you lose other things. Uh yeah, sure. I don't see that being true. In my yeah. personal experience, yeah, I th- that's that's a very small part of it. I I also just think in general I'm just inadequate. Why? I just I honestly I just don't feel like I'm smart enough or talented enough or whatever. Or you not hear that you are smart. What you are smart. You you should be able to trust that. I don't know the answer to the questions I don't have, but I trust that when they arrive, I will figure it out. You know what I mean? That's where you need to be. Yeah, I guess. I, now I, I'm I'm just terrified of like just taking a risk and then just falling on my. Ass. But you're a fucking gambling addict. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but whatever. Like I can deal with no money. It's just <laughs> when when it's a hit but, to the ego, to the bank of Nico's ego, that's a little oh, harder to swallow. Okay, you know. Or like I have to come home after like, oh, so guys, I moved to L.A. and look, look who's back in <laughs> suburban Connecticut. Well, then just don't move back. Like this is something I've been talking about for years. I wanted to move to L.A. like three years ago. There, there, there was a moment where I was I quit my job and I had a, a lot of money stashed away and I was ready to take the plunge. And then uh, I didn't. And I, in fact, I had a connection. I had a, a job that I could have got out there too. And uh, I didn't. I didn't do it. I should have stayed invested in Netflix. 
Fuck it. I didn't keep the I didn't keep the stock. There's nothing to do now. No, it's like I and so because I was like in my own head and I'm like, okay, I'm just a fucking child and I haven't grown up yet and I can't do this on my own. That feeling never goes away. And like I'm, I, and yeah. Nobody I, knows what they're doing, dude. And yeah. I haven't fucking conquered this eating thing, and that's another thing. And it's like no one's ever going to take me seriously because I haven't conquered this eating thing. And so I put off fixing that. So once I've put off fixing that, then I put off everything else. I put off everything that you know. It's like okay, I'll move out of the house once I can now eat a steak. But it's like if I keep putting off the steak, then I no longer need to leave the house because I've set that ever, up as a prerequisite. Have you ever considered that maybe your problems will get solved the other way around? Uh. uh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like and by that, putting that, yourself out there and yeah. learning to do that shit, maybe one day you'll say, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna order a steak tonight." Right. You know yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. But I've also and I've played the victim with that too. It's just like this is a this is a burden that is weighed on me for my whole life, and it's like nothing I can do about it. <laughs> but there is. <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's, it's the excuse. Nico can't eat sushi. Whoops. Nico, Nico, I say this because I legitimately love you guys, both of you guys. But you have to stop making excuses for yourself. I know, You're dude. babying yourself along. It has to stop at some point. I know. And it's only gonna get harder every day that you make the excuse. It only gets harder because then now you're in a you're in a, a situation like this where you're like, oh, I should have went to L.A. It's because the excuses just pile up on top of each other. And by the way, like, it doesn't matter that you're 25. That shit doesn't matter. No, age. No. Is- yeah, I've been told that, but now I'm starting. I never no. used to care about age, but now I'm starting to deal with that. It does not fucking matter. It does not. It really doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. You don't, don't buy, buy it. it. I don't buy it. <laughs> I think there's so many people who like don't achieve like they they don't figure out what they want to do with their lives and they don't achieve any level of like success until they're like in their fifties. Yeah, sure. But there's you really, can't it, bank on that either. <laughs> and you also got to think about like there's a lot of people who like we should know this especially. Okay, we we focus on washed up celebrities all the time, right? There are people who are in their prime in their twenties, and then guess what? After that, they're fucking bagging groceries. Yep. Like. It's not it's not even that. It's not success. It's not monetary success or fame or anything. It's satisfaction. Okay, but that goes it is a lot. A, it is that, a that, lack that is hand of in hand with success. What? That is hand in hand with success. I'm not talking about like successes like fame and money. I'm just that's that's just what's visible for us to compare to. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm just talking about like my own sense of like I have I have maximized my potential in life. You're never going to get there. Sorry. And I've spent so much time being like, if only I started three years ago, if only I got my degree a year earlier. Well, yeah. If what I'm saying I is you don't need took to this but like, job opportunity at this point. If only I said no to this job or what, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. But that's the pile of excuses coming back. Yeah. You just got to you, you just got to do what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Is. I get it. But I'm living in the rearview mirror because that's all I do. Whereas Rob doesn't reflect at all. I'm nothing but reflection <laughs> my all rear the time. View, my rearview mirror is broken and it all has been time. for that's all I'm 38 doing is thinking. years. <laughs> it's all I'm dead. I live in my own head all day. This is what's happening in my head. They're just bouncing around all these ideas. <laughs> Similar to the 8D audio that's just been like bouncing around in there for the last 24 hours. It's all these is that insecurities what freaks you out about 8D audio is you think that your own head is empty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or no, it's full of the Tasmanian devil. The Tasmanian yeah. devil is in there. Yeah. 
Like, I am sympathetic to you because I experience these things as well. I've just found my own way of dealing with it. Yeah. I don't. And don't take me being harsh as being non-sympathetic because I do understand. Oh, sure. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's just that I, I don't know. I, I really think I'm a broken individual. (laughs) I mean, I really do. (laughs) Well, and and here's one of the qualities of like an individual, uh, like, (laughs) like a Donald Trump, for example. (laughs) Never looks back. Never. never regrets. No. Right. It's not possible. No. Go, go, go. Just yep. only forward. Yep. There's something to admire because it's something I'm incapable of doing. I yep. really am. Well, and okay. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm trying to say that it's also bad to be too far in that direction. 100%. Yes. No. And yeah. look, I, I, and I understand, like, yes, uh, uh, creating a life for yourself that is devoid of any real human connection or love is, yeah, a bad thing. Uh, but there is such a thing as wallowing in it too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's balance. Yep. But anyway. I I'm all therapy. Well, if you would let me I'm talk. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, that's all I got. You that's don't want to keep got. going for this? You no, got another hour on the clock. Idiot. I mean, we got... You paid for, you paid for a whole other hour, but... <laughs> I'm Paul R. Nelson, and I approve of this message. (laughs) That's all I got. I can't do it. Oops. There we go. Is that what we were waiting for? (laughs) Best show ever or worst show ever? What do you think? Worst show ever. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to publish the whole thing. No, we don't. (laughs) Oh, it's going out. (laughs) Like no, I'm this gonna is spill fine. my guts. I'm gonna make sure it's for content. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good show. This was a good show. Can't say it was bad. Happy we did this. Uh, how can people get a Christmas card if they still want one of the few that are left? Too many thoughts media at gmail.com. Christmas card in the subject line, name and address in the body, please. And a dick pic, perhaps. If you're so inclined. Yes. Um, Stop sending me apartment links, Nick. Don't do it. <laughs> Twitter.com slash RobRFF. Join our Discord. All that good stuff. Love you. Bye.